And Mm. when I think about why do I want to succeed or why do I want to achieve, it isn't really because of the success. It's because I'm so afraid to fail. Um, and, and, and a lot of men, obviously that's one of their biggest fears is, is the fear of failure. Um, and then it's also related very closely with the addiction to other people's approval. And I think we live in a very culture, like we talk about our teenagers and the social media aspect of it. And people are so addicted to putting their highlight reel so that people would like them and they'll get so many comments or likes. But men are the exact same way. Um, They're so afraid to fail because they're afraid what other people are going to think about them if they fail. Welcome on in, welcome on in to the Leadership Podcast. The Leadership Podcast is where we will explore transformational power of personal leadership. We're going to deep dive into conversation with influential leaders, experts, and change makers who are reshaping the way we lead and inspire others. Our goal here on the Leadership Podcast is simply to influence, inspire, and empower men to make the shift in their personal leadership by becoming the best version of themselves. We will share tools, tips, and resources to ignite self-awareness and authenticity. It's all about helping men become more effective and impactful in their leadership. Get ready. The shift is about to take place. It's the Leadership Podcast with Dwayne Roberts. Phenomenal day to you. Phenomenal day to you. And welcome into the Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne Roberts. Today's podcast, guys, I have a phenomenal guest, my man, Brad Snodgrass. <laughs> Brad is a Christ follower, a family man, entrepreneur. He is the founder of Iron Deep, which he founded in 2021. Iron sharpens iron, friends sharpen friends, Proverbs 2717. Um, Iron Deep is a unique men's uh, community made up of risk takers, mission minded male business leaders who vow to go beyond success to fulfill their significant purpose in Christ. My man, Brett, I want to welcome Brett. Fellas, give me a warm welcome, virtual welcome for my friend, Brett Snodgrass. Welcome, Brett. Well, thank you so much, Dwayne, for having me on the podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, You're doing awesome. Uh, You know, I love what you're doing, living on mission and inspiring other men to live on mission. So thank you so much for having me on the show today. Man, no, phenomenal. I'm so glad you took time for us, man. I know there's so much more to to Brett Snodgrass, right? Some some things that you do, some things I haven't even highlighted. I know you you recently released a book. Um, I did. I know you're making impact in the community as a real estate investor. Yep. The book, there it is, uh, The Secret <laughs> War Within. We're going to tap into that. But um, listen, do, me a, do, do the community a great favor, man. Tell us a little bit more about Brad, who Brad is and how Brad likes to serve. Mm, mm. 
Man, that's a deep question. So thank you so much uh, for asking it. Number one, yeah, Brett Snodgrass, Christ follower, husband to Karen Snodgrass, four children, uh, two girls, two boys from all different seasons of life from five to 16. Uh, own a real estate investing business here in Indianapolis, Indiana. So I was born and raised a Hoosier, uh, still live in Indiana. And we have a small real estate team. We buy and sell 150 to 200 homes per year. Um, we flip some homes, we have some rentals, we do some seller financing. So all different kind of facets, but all in the real estate investing space. And I love that business. Uh, uh, you know, I learned a lot about real estate back in 2007 when I bought our first house and uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki mm -hmm. was one of the first books that I read uh, and just started really learning and, and, and reading about real estate. And a lot of people have built success or wealth through real estate. So that's what really got me interested in that. And here we are 16, 17 years later, still doing it. Um, love it. But I'm also entering a season of just more significance, 43 years old now, and uh, just kind of praying through and dreaming about what the Lord wants for the next season of my life. I'm not going to stop doing real estate because it, it's a wonderful tool and, and it's fuel for, uh, you know, maybe something that, that God's leaning me into. And really, that's where Iron Deep got started. Uh, we had our first event. Um last year that was about 2022 we started thinking about it in 2021 but we had our very first men's awakening event in the rocky mountains we rented out a large log cabin we're in the mountains about 30 business leader men came uh to hang out with us and it was just it's just so impactful um god showed up like he does and, and here we are so i'm very passionate about iron deep really it's a community of business owner men that want to follow Christ, that want to be successful, that want to have a business. Uh, but how do we live that on mission? How do we how do we do that? And how can we sharpen each other uh, to do that? Like I can use my gifts and talents, but what if I could raise up, you know, ten other guys or twenty other guys that are very influential in their circles and their business? And uh, and I think we just need more marketplace people just living for the gospel and really that's what Iron Deep's about. Unlock your true potential with the Leadership Community, where we empower men to embrace self-awareness and authenticity. Introducing the Leadership Community, where we believe in helping men become the best version of themselves. It all starts with self-awareness, and we encourage men to take a step back, pause, and reflect on their thoughts, emotions, and behavior. Embrace their authenticity and break free from societal expectations. Here are just a few testimonies from individuals. Leadership helped me develop self-awareness and embrace my authentic self. And now I feel more confident and fulfilled. Question, are you ready to unlock your potential? If so, join the leadership community today and embark on a transformational journey of self-discovery and personal growth. Leadership empowers men to become the best version of themselves through self-awareness and authenticity. You can learn more about the leadership community by visiting the webpage dwaynehroberts.com. 
So you you said you did your first event here uh, in Rocky Mountain. Is that in we did. Colorado you're talking about, my friend? Well, we did. <laughs> I love Colorado and I've been to Colorado several times. Uh, this was actually in Utah. Um, okay. It was about out of Salt Lake City and it was in Heber Springs, Utah or Heber City, Utah. Um, just, just, we rent out this, I think it was a 26,000, not hundred, 26,000 square foot log cabin in the mountains. <laughs> wow. Um, and it was awesome. So we did one there. We did one in Northern Georgia. We typically end up in the mountains. Uh, I think again, it follows just kind of what Christ did like Jesus, right? He would, he would go away. Mm. He would spend time with the father, um, spend time, you know, in his quiet time and prayer time. And then he would go back and, and live in the world. And he would, uh, you know, uh, he'd get fueled up. And then, and then go into the world. Really, that's that's kind of what we're trying to do uh, with Iron Deep. No, oh, man, that's beautiful. I think, and I think you hit on something when you said that. You at least you sparked something for me, um, and that's that uh, to get away from the hustle and bustle. You know, Christ. You say Jesus did that. He went mm-hmm. up to to take time for himself. You see it in uh, um, when he went to go pray or fast uh, for the forty days, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's power in that being able to take some time, get away. Um, reset, maybe refocus, rejuvenate, and uh, and then get back out there and into the game. Talk, talk to me about that. What what, what, was, what would that look like um, from an IND perspective? Yeah, definitely. Well, we're a, we're a brand new organization, so honestly, we're just praying through and still trying to figure it out. So we've had three events so far. We've had two men's awakening, or these are three day very intensive types of retreats. Um, and why we start off that way really is just to, to have that intensive time with the father, really, you know, iron, um, you know, and then it goes back to iron sharpening iron, just that deep relationship with God and deeper relationships with each other. What I've seen in organizations, it takes a long time to get to know each other. Um, you spend, you know, an hour together a week, even small mm. groups at church, right? It just takes a long time to get to know each other. But if you go through an intensive program structure together, uh, you come out of there really having some of your best friends from those three days. Uh, but that's not where it stops. You know, um, really the, the vision of iron deep is to build that community. We start off there, uh, but now we're, we're dreaming and and thinking about how do we do life together with these guys? If guys want more, some guys, they just want to go to retreat. They want to get away for a few days and that's totally fine. But really the vision is, you know, guys that want more, they want to really do life with these other guys, with these other business guys. How do we develop that? So right now we're in the in the beginning of stages of, you know, building out these small groups, building out these tribes. Um, you know, we started again, I'm from Indiana Midwest. So we did a day event. Uh, we had about 25, 30 guys come to that. Um, so really, you know, if you think about brotherhood, mastermind, um, uh, but, but more of an intimate feel uh, where it's yeah. really, you know, Christ focused, you know, really the focus is faith, Christ focused. We also focus on our relationships, um, especially family relationships, but then we do focus on business. One of the things that guys, business guys, you know, they, they, um, people are always hitting them up for donations or money or give money to this charity or to this church. Right. And that's, and that's totally fine. But I was like, what if we could develop where they really growing in their faith, uh, mm. they're growing in their relationships, but then we're also helping them not take money, but we're helping them make money. <laughs> like, would that be, um, just a great organization? And really that's what we're trying to do at Iron Deep. That's real good. That's beautiful. I think to, uh, that intimacy piece uh, for men, 
um, um, is is more is that's I think that's the value. At least that sounds like the value yeah. to me, right? Um, because I think me so. Me, yeah, no, I think so. I mean, I you know, not to cut you off, but I think uh, yeah, a lot of men, if you if you think about, it, they're lonely, especially business leaders. They always have mm-hmm. their game face on. They have to have it all together. They don't really have a lot of friends, uh, and people don't really know some of the the battles and and the struggles that they're dealing with. Uh, so so this group really is just you know one of our core values is radical honesty, and we'll <laughs> just lay it out like you know this is who we are. Um, Let's get to the to the root of everything. Let's get to the core. Uh, this isn't put your mask on and 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 have it all together. Time. This is just like you know we want to really help you grow. And the first thing you got to be radically honest with yourself and with the Lord and and each other. And uh, so it just kind of helps build that brotherhood, that intimacy, that closeness um, that guys, uh, yeah, just don't have. Honestly, no, you're right. I mean, I mean, just think about it. three days uh, in the wilderness. You guys are, way, are by yourself. You're away from family. Um, this is, and, and to your point, it, it takes time to build trust and confidence um, and build vulnerability because that's what you're really doing. It's t- mm-hmm. You're coming in this place to really uh, to be vulnerable as a man, um, especially when you say, hey, listen, we're asking you to, to be radically and <laughs> how you show up here. We, mm-hmm. We're going to the, that's an extreme, right? And that can be an element for, for a lot of people uh, uncomfortable being uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. that's where the growth happens, I mm-hmm. think. And so, um, man, I, I, I definitely take my hat off to how um, the impact that you guys are making in Iron, Iron Deep. Listen, I heard you share value, some values. I'm passionate about values. What, what's a few values that, that, uh, that, uh, that Brett has that aligns with his missions? Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think the first thing is everything that I have to do, I want to live on mission and kingdom mission. So uh, I, I want to make sure that I have my priorities right, that if it doesn't fit even businesses, like I get a lot of opportunities in my life and I want to make sure if I if I look at those opportunities that, that is it going to help uh, the kingdom? Is it going to help spread the kingdom? And it doesn't have to look like a ministry like Iron Deep too, like even real estate. Uh, like mm-hmm. am I spreading... Uh, the king, am I really helping out people? Am I really helping out my team? Um, so that's like definitely one of my values. Um, I love raising up leaders kind of like you. Uh, and I've been able to do that some with Iron D, but obviously on on my real estate team too. I mean, I preach that all the time. Like, you know, I'm like, you know, who's going to step up? We've had a lot of transitions in our real estate team this year. A lot of leaders have gone on to new great opportunities, uh, CEOs and, you know, owning their own businesses and things like that, which is awesome. Um, but it also has led left space for like, okay, you know, who's going to raise up, who's going to lead. And I'm watching like, who's going to step up. And if you think about the sports team, like, you know, who's going to be the captain of this team. So I love the raise up leaders. Um, I'm a huge family man. Uh, I've, I've, you know, sat down and, and, and struggled in this area, honestly, because again, I go pretty hard, hundred miles an hour, just like a lot of entrepreneurs do. Um, and sometimes it's difficult to be present with your family. I have a wife that I love dearly, 11 years now, married, I have four children, uh, but I'm always thinking about how can I be intentional, invest into, into my family. Um, so I'm always thinking about that. How can I spend one-on-one time with each kid? How can I you know, date my wife? How can I um, make her feel special and amazing and pursue her every single day? Uh, So that's just a huge value of mine. 
Um, so many other values. I love growing consistently. I, I think, you know, there's been many times in my life that I've stopped growing. I've stopped reading. I've been stagnant. Uh, and I'm in this season now where like, you know, I, I want to continue to grow. Um, so whether that's in my health, whether that's in my business or my family. So I'm always, I'm always wanting to grow. Um, so those are a few definitely of, of my core values. Um, you know, I got values written on my, my mirror. Um, you know, I want to be a hero husband, uh, leave a legacy for my kids. So I'm always thinking about a lot of it's just identity, right? It's like, you know, who Mm. are you? What do you, who, you know, I have an identity statement that I, that I read through as well. Um, and I'm always thinking about, you know, my identity and a lot of guys really, that's where this book kind of comes in the secret war within. Cause especially guys in like my position, your position, we get our identities wrapped up into something that, um, is just temporary. And when that gets stripped away, we like, we flounder and, and, and we don't know who we are at the end of the day. So a lot of the stuff is I, I repeat to myself, is just identity pieces. Man, that's good. I love that. Uh, and and what, some of what I caught there was empowerment, empowerment of others. Definitely. I see that in, in Iron Deep, but just not there inside uh, in what you do in your, your organization, your company, building your team members and leaders up. Who's going to step up? Most mm-hmm. important sounds it, it to me is family and finding that I like to call harmony. Most mm-hmm. people call it balance, right? I like mm-hmm. to call it harmony. We, we want to find that harmony for the ones that we love the most because much... Um, and and I'm, I'm, I'm actually to speak to that a little, a little later, but I like that because that's an important piece. And the, just the personal growth aspect of it all, man, I think if, if we're not reading, we're not or learning, we're not growing. Mm-hmm. And, and that is definitely my um, um, aspect for leaders uh, to becoming, I believe, becoming the best version of themselves. Um, but I, I like this, too. I heard identity in you, and um, I want to transition just a tad bit into the book, man, The Secret War Within. Yeah. Um, phenomenal book, hands down. I have to tell you, Brett, um, <laughs> hold on. I may, just let them know. I, don't I be, got it. Don't be pumping up because I was. I forgot to mention humility and uh, I oh, like yeah. compliments. So that puffs me up. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but no, I, I, what I want. So what I wanted to say was um, this, this is a phenomenal read from mm. chapter one, um, brother. Um, I literally saw myself, glimpses mm. of myself in, in no, Nolan, right? Yeah, Nolan, Nolan Banks, so, yep. Yeah, saw myself in Nolan, um, pieces of myself, my friend. Talk to us about the book. Um, mm. um, what is it? What was the reason for writing the book? Um, and what's the impact that you desire to see from um, what you wrote in this book? Inspire, how you yeah. want to inspire me? Mm. Now, that's a great question. Um, this has been just a labor of love uh, for myself. I started writing this about 20 months ago and wow. uh, never thought in the world I could write a book. So I just want to encourage you, anyone out there, like I'm not a writer, wasn't a very good English student. Anyone can can do this. Um, so that's number one. Uh, number two, I think we've all had this desire to, to write a book, to leave something. I think they say 80% of people want to write a book at some point in their life. I think less than 1% actually do it. Uh, So it's a very difficult thing uh, to go through just because it's so big. There's so many different layers to it and processes, whether it's the rough draft, uh, publishing, editing, you know, getting the cover and just everything. It's just, it's just a huge project. Um, So I wanted to write a book and it just came down to, you know, what do I want to write about? And um, 
obviously we were thinking and dreaming about iron deep at that time. So I wanted to write a book to men, Hmm. uh, you know, and most people in my position would write a book that was nonfiction, number one, and they would write a book about business and they would write a book that, you know, maybe how to scale your business or how to flip seven ways to flip a house or whatever that looks like. And that's all been done a thousand times and uh, a lot better than I could have written. Uh, and then there's the faith-based book or the Christian book that you find on the Christian bookshelf. And uh, again, mostly have been written by pastors, nonfiction style types of books that are great, that, that are a lot better than I could have written. Um, and I don't read a lot of fiction books, and but I've loved uh, fiction allegory style of books, whether it's uh, the Narnia by C.S. Lewis or whether it was the Shack, uh, or you know when you watch movies, you see a story really unfolding before your eyes, and you, and you can really live in the story. So instead of writing a nonfiction style book and telling about like my story, um, I wanted the people to be drawn in. So they could live through the story with what Nolan Blanks is 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 dealing with, and obviously this is a resemblance of somewhat of my own life. Uh, this is a fictional tale, so uh, the people closest to me have called me and said, "Man, I didn't know you went through all that." And and I'll say, "Well, <laughs> there is pieces of me in this, but I am not Nolan Banks. My dad, for one, was a basketball coach, and there's a there's a coach in this story, and he really took it." Uh, literal. He said, I never said that to you. And I had to explain it. You know, I know uh, that wasn't you and it wasn't me. But um, really, this is an allegory style book about Nolan Banks and the secret war within really, uh, you know, draws back the curtain of what he's dealing with and what he's thinking about. So many times in a man's life, especially driven men's life, because then again, Nolan Banks is really successful. He's achieved a lot. He's living in the house of his dreams. He can buy and go anywhere that he wants to go. So you think, wow, this guy has it all, but you never see really what's going on on the inside of that particular man. Well, in this book, you get to see that. You get to see what he's thinking, what he's feeling. Uh, And he has this emptiness that's like just looming inside of him and he can't figure out how to fill it. And he is frustrated buy it. And you also get to see some of his dark battles with some of these things that he's really struggling with. Maybe it's an addiction that men struggle with that you never see and you never hear men talk about. And I know, like, for example, men struggle with sexual immorality or pornography, but they never talk about it because it's just this dark secret. Well, instead of telling the story of like maybe how a man struggles with that, you get to see Nolan struggle with it. And that's really where it draws men in. You're like, oh my gosh, because they never talk about that with anybody. Um, so we get to see all of that, but if you read through the story, we get to see redemption, we get to see restoration and we get to see the intimacy with God, um, just in a very unique perspective. Uh, maybe it just is, is a view of how I see him as a father. Um, you get to see an allegory, uh, allegory character of Christ and you get to see the Holy spirit and, um, so Nolan goes on this adventure, and really that's what this book is about. It's about him going on this adventure to, uh, as he's struggling with this this war within himself, uh, to find restoration, meaning, um, and to fill the God-sized hole in his soul, honestly. Man. No, again, uh, no, this is good. It was good. And you can. You can see the bits and pieces uh, of you. And, and definitely, and when I say you, I'm saying uh, when you wrote the book, mm-hmm. um, I say, man, he, he, he dropped. He dropped breadcrumbs about himself in there, and um, 
And I did. Not that I can identify any of it, but yeah. um, the, the the book, I just resonated with it. Um, and so it was very, it's a very powerful book. Um, I haven't finished reading, but mm-hmm. um, I am definitely uh, um, encouraged to, to, to get through this book. So what would you, what, um, in writing this book, um, talk to me, uh, uh, you, you mentioned some of the secret wars that men have mm-hmm. um, and without giving too much away about um, detail of what you've written in the book, what's your your personal outlook for some of the secrets that men are, are challenged with and how uh, what's your recommendation to lead them um, to, to towards that level of success or out of that secret war mm. to no, fulfill men? Yeah, no, that's very interesting. Um yeah, there's a lot of different things uh, that I honestly have struggled with, and I'll just probably name name a, cu- a couple that I think a lot of men uh, have struggled with. Number one, uh, I think a lot of our decisions and a lot of our choices are made uh, from the fear of failure. And mm-hmm. when I think about why do I want to succeed, it isn't really because of the success; it's because I'm so afraid. To fail. Um, and, and, and a lot of men, obviously that's one of their biggest fears is, is the fear of failure. Um, and then it's also related very closely with the addiction to other people's approval. And I think we live in a very culture, like we talk about our teenagers and the social media aspect of it. And people are so addicted to putting their highlight reel so that people would like them and they'll get so many comments or likes. But men are the exact same way. Um, they're so afraid to fail because they're afraid what other people are going to think about them if they fail. Fellas, why do you keep allowing what you think get in the way of what's in your heart to accomplish? Stop putting off till tomorrow what you can accomplish today. Go ahead, book your free, fiercely execute breakthrough call with us today so we can connect you to a community of men who understand your challenges and do life with you as a man, husband, father, and leader, all without judgment, shame, or rejection. Simply connect with a community of men who desire to become the best version of themselves and walk in their God-given purpose. Available times are limited, so book your call today. Be sure to head over to DwayneHRoberts.com or check for the link in the description. If you're a warrior and you have a lot of money, you probably hmm. worry more. Um, if you're a jerk and you have a lot of money, you're a bigger jerk. Um, but if you're a giver, if you have a lot of money, maybe you're more generous. Uh, but if your fear of failure or you're addicted to other people's approval and you have a lot of money or success, it, you're afraid of losing it at the end of the day. You're like, yeah. well, what if I lose it all? Uh, now yeah. I have so much more to lose. So here's some of the fears and secrets. And obviously, you know, the sexual immorality that I've already talked about, a lot of guys, you know, struggle with that. Um, and number one, I think that the thing is just to get radically honest, like I talked before, it's just like, you know, you have to be aware. I think you even have this, the heightened sense of awareness mm-hmm. that something is off. Um, yeah. Men never really stop long enough or they never get quiet long enough and they don't stop pushing and and, and they never 
slow down long enough to just think and reflect on, is there something off? Um, so that's yeah. just one thing. Get radically honest with yourself, get alone, get quiet. And, uh, and then just kind of being aware of it. And I think the biggest thing, again, where Iron Deep comes in, um, number one, to take it to God, to lay it at his feet. Uh, but then get around other guys that can help sharpen you. I mean, you know, we yeah. talked about it again, just sharpen, sharpens iron, raise, you know, other lives and people can raise you up, um, encourage you, sharpen you. Um, we do that in business and that's, and you know, that's applauded, but when it comes to some of these other aspects, uh, we don't, we don't do that enough. So I think, uh, number one, get radically honest with yourself, get radically honest with God, lay it him and give it over to him, but then just try to get around other guys that are like-minded to, you know, talk through these things, to, you know, live through these things. And guys are going to be blatantly honest and really want to help you really be your cheerleader. We don't have that like at all. Like no one wants, again, goes back to this book, like business leaders and owners and successful people. Um, no one really celebrates them. Uh, people honestly mm. want them to fail. So if they fail, then they can feel better about themselves. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just the truth. Yeah. So to get around other guys that really do want you to succeed, that really want to encourage you that, yeah. you know, if we can have true humility, like what, what would a world look like? Like, um, Dwayne, if like, I cared about you so much that if I was so intimate with Christ and I had his heart that I cared about you, your success so much more than my own, like, what would that even look like? Like, yeah. isn't that crazy? Like, what if you could actually get there? Yeah. Like that yeah. would be a world that was pretty amazing. And we're trying to do that with Iron Deep. So that's just a few things. I know I rambled on, but. <laughs> no, man, it's beautiful, man, because it, I think I think that's what men need. Men need that type of empowerment. Um, they need that empowerment in their life. Um, but and but it comes and starts with what you said, a heightened sense of awareness, man, mm -hmm. um, really understanding the strength. Well, more I like I like to say is uh, I try to I help you. I want I want you to identify the blind spot. Mm -hmm. What's the thing that you don't see? What 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 don't you see that may be the hiccup, the, the, the real issue in life? You know, the thing that you really don't want to look at, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, because um, to, to the place in point, um, I think when you not only have the vision, but when you create alignment with who you are mm. um, and and when you understand who you are and understand those core values about yourself, um, there's a piece that I believe that God is calling us to. And that is to get into an alignment. Think of, just think about this from a business perspective. You know, if I hired everybody in who didn't um, who didn't know who they were as leaders or didn't know, the, understand their own personal mission or their mission statement of the business, how are they going to, how are they going to help me build what I want to build? And mm -hmm. I think God, when it comes to purpose, uh, God has already given you this giftedness to use in your life, these talents, these gifts, but there has to be some core values of who we are that align with what God has called us to. Mm -hmm. That's going to draw us into, that's going to draw us to walk authentically about who we were called to be. Um, in life, man. Um, at the same point, having having uh, having a community of men that uh, that lift you up, I think that's powerful. Mm -hmm. I think 
I think that's really powerful. I think men need that. We need other men um, to challenge us as well. Mm-hmm. Not just not just give us the accolades, but to challenge challenge our thinking, cha- challenging challenge uh, us to do the thing that we we uh, we we want to do, but we find it difficult to do. That's that's really phenomenal. Listen, I'm going to ask you one more question. Oh, well, let me ask you this because you mentioned and I love it. Right? Uh, what would you say to the guy and 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 I think I'm putting myself on the spot here. I want to write the book. I want to write say? the book. You want to write the book? I want to write the book. You, you said 80% of people yeah. have this desire, but 1% do it. You yeah. know, um, what's your word of encouragement to the individual who tiptoeing mm. and want to write the book? Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, my encouragement is this. I mean, I, I listen to a lot of, uh, leadership type of development. And uh, one of the books that I read a few years ago, it's not a well-known book. Actually, it was the guy who wrote the foreword for my book. It was by Richard E. Simmons III. He's out of a, he runs um, a men's leadership in Alabama. And he wrote a book called The True Measure of a Man. And I mm-hmm. started to really follow him. And he does a lot of studies and a lot of research. And he did a or he talked about this one time they did a study with like 90 year old plus people, right? That was like the, um, the requirements. He had to be over 90 to do this survey. And they started to ask like, Hey, what was some of the things that you wish you would have done earlier in life? And, uh, I think one, one or two was, um, just to take more risk, just to go all mm. in, uh, just to, just to risk it all. Um, and that was, that was something that I said, you know, um, I don't know if I can do this, but I'm going to roll the dice. We're going to give it a shot. I'm going to take a risk. Writing a book is very risky mm-hmm. because you're bearing your soul, especially with this. I mean, you know, I, uh, I tell people all the time, like, what, what's my mother-in-law going to think when she, when she reads this book again, <laughs> is she going to think about me? What's she going to really think? Cause this is very PG 13, uh, gritty truthful, honest, um, what's she going to think about me? So again, it's very risky and, uh, but it's just worth it. It's just worth it. Like, what if you can impact one person's life? What if one person picks this up and they, you see them in eternity cause it inspired them to, um, go to church, start reading the Bible, whatever it looks like, uh, for them, give their life to Christ. What if it was just, it was just totally worth it. So I would just say, make sure you take the risk and, you're all probably thinking, I do want to take the risk, but it's too, it's just too big. It's just too much of a project. I can't imagine doing a project for a year, 18 months. Um, and I did basically just what I do with anything. I started asking people for help, uh, people that have already gone down that road, asking for advice, asking for mentorship. How do you do this? How do you organize it? How do you structure it? And that's, that's what I brought in. I brought in uh, one person that really helped mentor me and coach me through just the whole writing process. Cause I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but it helped keep me accountable. I think that was probably the biggest thing. If I didn't have accountability, I never would have gotten to the finish line. Uh, so, yeah. so that was just huge for me. I didn't want to be accountable just like most people don't. <laughs> There's yeah. many times that I was missing the deadline that I pushed out the deadline that I didn't know what to say that I was sitting in my closet and I was like, I have no idea what to write today. Um, and I think I even heard, you know, just write 500 crappy words a day and maybe mm-hmm. some gold comes out of it. And that's just kind of what happened. Um, she kept telling me 
uh, is just put the sand in the sandbox. Don't worry about building the castle. Just keep putting mm. the sand in the sandbox. Just get it out of you. And then we'll build the castle later. Um, and that's kind of what happens. So I say, take the risk. It is a big project, but anything's hard. Like it's all hard. Writing books hard, not writing books hard and leaving yeah. it in your mind your entire life. That's pretty hard too. So, yeah. <laughs> so just choose your, which one you want to do. <laughs> no, that's good. That's real good. Um, and, and, and to your point, man, um, I love that because I think uh, we just have to challenge ourselves, push the needle in our lives to do the things that just seem to be difficult. You know, I have to be honest. Um, I, I started writing a book two two years ago, but mm-hmm. I didn't have the discipline or the motivation yeah. to keep doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, or the accountability. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a good friend who who uh, pushed is going push on his He's on his third book. And mm. I was like, you know, Jonas, I'm not going to let you write that third book before I get my first one out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he did what you That's did, right. bro. He ch- he chuckled at me just like that. He said, yeah. well, you better get that book out because I'm about to drop it. It's about to yeah. come. It's about to release. Yeah. And um, long story short. Uh, that's what motivated me to get started. So I started, I started writing a book and here was what I found out, uh, Brett, was that when I started writing, I had written two years ago and forgot I had the manuscript two years ago. Mm. I had begun to rewrite the exact same things I wrote two years ago. Wow. And it let me real, made me realize that uh, whatever you've been called to do, whatever is in you, it's, it's there. Mm. You have what it takes to produce what it, the results you need to produce. But sometimes you're going to have to get out your own way yeah. uh, to make those things happen, man. And mm-hmm. so. Uh, no, and that from, was a big thing. And that, yeah. and that was one of the big things for me is just having that mentorship, having that accountability. So, because I talked about my, my mother-in-law and we chuckle about that now because I just did a book launch party and she was there. And I mentioned this whole thing. Like my, my biggest fear was she would read the book. And here was the thing that my coach and my mentor told me. And she's like, Brett, the book's not even for her. Like it's not even <laughs> written good. for her. Like this is for like men and driven men. Like why are you worried about someone that the book's not yeah. even for? <laughs> Who may not even read it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would just say that's awesome, man. I encourage you to keep to keep going. Um, and yeah, if you have someone just to help keep you accountable, it's just like working out. It's just like starting a business. It is hard. Uh, but once you get the merry go the merry go round pushing, and and it's hard at first, but eventually it just starts going, and uh, and it's just now you got it. It's just here, so That's it's for good. sale. Good stuff. Good <laughs> and stuff. the cool thing about writing a book is, I mean, you can bear your soul, and then it's it's always here. Like you can give this to friends, you can give it to your kids, yeah. grandkids, great, you know, all the way down the line. So uh, it's just a cool feeling. So oh, that's good. Some people call it a a business card in some in some retrospects, right? Yeah. But that's beautiful. All right. So I want one last question I want to hit. And I heard you say this earlier, and I know family is big to you. Mm-hmm. Um, as busy as you are in real estate, um, working with men, writing books, all that you do, um, how do you find that work life balance? And mm-hmm. what what's give me a just maybe a two a two or three step strategy to help some mm-hmm. men out there trying to find balance. And I like to call balance harmony in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I've, I've asked this question to, to a lot of guys and guys will say that, uh, the balance is, is kind of a myth, uh, that it's mm-hmm. very extremely hard to be balanced. And, uh, um, and I'll tell you, it is, um, I think it's just more honestly, more of a mindset uh, that when I find myself out of balance, uh, 
it's because I'm just reacting and I'm just letting the chaos overwhelm me and I'm not organized and I'm just reacting to all the fires coming in and out and and I'm not disciplined um, with anything. Like if you really, if you're listening and you say, man, I'm un- unbalanced, uh, that just creeps up on everything in your life. You start eating bad. You don't exercise. You uh, are not present with your family and, and, and it all happens. And as soon as you just start being intentional uh, and what do you want to be intentional at? Like, you know, who do you really want to be? What do you really want your life to look like? Um, and I struggle with discipline. I struggle with routine. I'm more of a fly by my seat. I'm more of a creative visionary. So I struggle with a lot of the discipline daily. You know, I talked to you before the show, like this morning routine, like I struggle with that because to do the same thing every day is just a struggle. Um, so, so number one, I'm going to raise my hand is I do struggle with, with balance, but sometimes it isn't like I can be the crazy the busiest that I've ever been writing a book, running a business, doing an iron deep event, but still feel balanced, uh, because I've decided to be intentional about my mind. I think that's where it starts. Yeah, that's good. I'm intentional about my mind. I'm intentional about putting my phone in the room when I'm not at work or, or whatever, or in the morning, because that's going to make my mind go crazy, um, with all the stuff going on. And I'm intentional about sitting down and reading with my kids at night, mm-hmm. or I'm intentional about sitting down with my family at dinner time. That's one of our, our big family times. And, uh, and I can feel really balanced, even though I got a lot of stuff going on. I can still feel really balanced if I'm intentional and I'm organized and I'm disciplined and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to put the phone here. I'm not going to work during these hours. I'm going to sit down with my kids. I'm going to sit down with my wife. I'm going to have that intentional time doing devotions with her, even though I'm crazy busy, or I cannot be intentional about any of it and I can just react to everything and live in total chaos. And I have done that too. And that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I think we've all done that. Right. Yeah. Um, but I love that uh, being intentional, being intentional with your mind, your thoughts. Um, what really stood out for me was the little things, the little things that matter. Mm. Um, having dinner with the family, reading a book with the kids. Um, that's 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 impactful, my friend. Um, and having a discipline to be get organized. Um, Brett, man, this was phenomenal. Um, I truly appreciate you taking time for us today, my friend. Listen, we get ready to close this thing out. Please share with the people um, how they can connect with you, how they can learn more about Iron Deep and where they can pick up the book, The Secret uh, the Secret War Within. Yeah, no, thanks you so much for having me on, Dwayne. Appreciate being on, uh, being on your podcast. Uh, so yes, uh, our website is irondeep.com. Check it out. Uh, we have some events uh, that are coming up on there. The book is on there too. So click on uh, the book link. You can also go to Amazon and get it. Uh, just type in The Secret War Within, uh, Brett Snodgrass, and it'll pop up there. Um, you know, it's only been out a month so far. So it was bestseller, Amazon, and uh, oh, uh, you know, really to, to help to help us out the best way for you to help us out is to buy the book, a physical copy or the ebook. The audio book is not out yet. 
it will be out soon. I've already listened to it. It sounds awesome. Um, you know, very, uh, just, just a great entertaining book. So that'll be coming out soon. Uh, but just to buy the book on Amazon and leave us a review on there, that's the best way to help us out. So thank you. Absolutely. Fellas, listen, go ahead, go get the book. You heard it off of Amazon, uh, The Secret War Within by Brad Snodgrass. Go check out the Iron Deep webpage, man. Uh, connect, learn to see what uh, Brett is doing in his community. Uh, Brett, again, thank you, my friend, for taking time with us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Leadership Podcast with Dwayne Roberts. We hope you found inspiration and practical wisdom that will help you in your leadership journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and leave us a review. We love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future episodes. Remember, true leadership begins with you. Leadership is not a position. Leadership is not a title. Leadership is having positive influence on others. Keep shifting. Keep growing. Keep leading with purpose. You can stay connected with Dwayne Roberts on all the social media platforms or by visiting our website, DwayneHRoberts.com. We want to say thank you. Remember, you have everything you need to make the leaders shift in your life. That's because your success is in your hands. Till next time, God bless.